0: If you have found yourself here, it means you have chosen to think for yourself and to come up with your own ideas of what is true. It means that you are brave enough to break the norms of society and live by your own rules in harmony with Mother Nature. It means you have decided to explore the inner workings of your own mind and heart. It means to stand up where others have failed. To carry a wild heart means you hear the call and take action. As we call out, I am a wild one together as a community, we commit ourselves and to the world to stay awakened. We help each other on this journey. Being a wild one does not require perfection, for it is in our imperfectness and being human that makes us perfect. As we unlock pieces of ourselves along this wild one journey, we will discover who we truly are. This community was created for that very purpose, It takes time to break away the barriers of bad programming. As a wild one, you will discover ways to unlock your heart and to hear your own inner guide. This is a safe place to explore yourselves. The tools and workbooks, healing sprays, helpful herbs and essential oils, quarterly and monthly box subscriptions have all been created to help you to unlock the wild heart that is within you. All that is required to join our community of Wild Ones is an open mind, an open heart, and a willingness to discover your true self. Welcome, my dear Wild One. Hello Wild Ones, Michelle Vreelin here with another episode of I'm a Wild One podcast. I, um, this week I wanted to talk about ancestral healing or working with our ancestors. Um, to some of you, this may be a new concept. Um, to those of you, you've probably heard it before, but you're not sure exactly what it is or where to start or how it even applies to you in your life um and I have to tell you that um I've been for the last few days I've been presented with okay um with me being able to do more of my ancestral healing I've done quite a bit of ancestral healing but I've been getting the call to do more work like even more and um (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest with you it's kind of made me feel like oh my gosh what a daunting task (laughs) to do more ancestral work oh my gosh but um the thing about healing our ancestors um that have come before us um the power in that is because their blood runs through our veins and their dna um is is connected to our dna And so therefore, when we heal their wounds, we are healing our own wounds as well. And I know that sounds a little ethereal. It may sound a little ethereal for those of you out there, and it is, but I have to tell you that it totally works. And I have done ancestral healing in the past. In fact, I wouldn't even be here today talking to you with the podcast, doing music, being this person that I am, if I hadn't. Started the journey of doing ancestral healing and um, So I want to talk about that a little bit because it's been coming up and I feel like it's an important issue and Maybe a lot of us out there have um, Haven't really been paying attention to What we can do to heal? um, um, our ancestors and Sometimes the healing is as simple as acknowledging You know, the acknowledgement of an ancestor can be healing enough. Saying that I acknowledge you, I acknowledge what you've been through, I acknowledge that you came before me and you had to go through all these different things. And I acknowledge and I honor you. Uh, Sometimes that's healing enough. Um, And there are various ways you can do that. You can do it simply by just saying so, the way that I just did. Um, you can also, um, create a, um, a altar that is specific to your ancestors and it can have pictures, it can have candles, crystals, it could have memories of, um, if, if they were, um, close in your bloodline, like a grandparent or great grandparent, if you have access to their items, you can even put some of their items there and some of their favorite things. And then you could spend a little bit of time, um, with them. Um, and you, and it can be a little bit of time a day or once a week, even, or once a month. I remember there was a time cause my grandmother passed in 2003. I would about once a month, I would spend some time with her, even though she wasn't here. Right. Um, I know that sounds silly, but it had, cause we didn't really get to spend a lot of time before she passed. And so, I um, once a month, I would polish the silver that she, that she gave me, and I would pour her a small glass of Chardonnay, and I'd put on a movie, like a vintage movie from the past, like an Audrey Hepburn movie, and then I would sit there, and I would um, watch the movie with her. I'd pretend as if she was there. <laughs> And I started to smell her perfume because she had a very specific perfume that she wore for many, many, many years of her life. And I knew she was there when I would get a whiff of her perfume. And then I was like, okay, she's here. And then I would get kind of like the vibe, like that she was there, like the energy of her was in the room. And, um, and so we would spend a little bit of time watching a movie and hanging out. And I have to tell you, for me, it was very cathartic and therapeutic um, to, for me to be able to do that, even if it was only in my imagination. It still for me, was therapeutic to do it. But I do believe that she was actually there in, in her spirit form, spending time with me, you know? But that's a very easy way, right? But then there's the most they're more intense. Ancestral type healing where you have Ancestors that maybe gone through some traumatic life experiences like maybe some of us out there have um, Former slaves, you know um, in our bloodline. I know I do Um, And maybe Native Americans I know I do and I have European as well and um, and Dutch ancestors, very deep-rooted Dutch ancestors, and, um, and how I was able to go down certain paths with certain ancestors. And these are ancestors that I've never met before, like in life or even they're just in the, you know, family tree sort of deal. And when I've done some healing for my ancestors, it, I, I remember specifically, Going on like a trans type journey where you kind of like you go on a deep meditative state And you can kind of feel um, The experiences that they were going through and I remember there was one couple that came up and they were a husband and wife couple and they had drowned at sea and My Dutch ancestors were known for um, Being avid sailors. They were a lot of my family sailed on ships from um, the Netherlands to the New World and um, and so I remember at one point doing some healing for a couple that had was lost at sea basically you know and I remember feeling like a ring on my finger like on my ring finger when I was doing this I could actually feel it and I was feeling like the connection that they had and the love that they had for each other. But they were lost at sea, you know, and how awful and horrifying that was. And I was able to release them and heal that part of them that was lost. And, um, and I remember it, after it was over, like that session that I was going through, I felt so much lighter and I felt more myself, like, not bogged down by energy that wasn't a hundred percent me right um but it was ancestral stuff and um so i was able to heal that then gratefully and thankfully and then there's been others and this is the interesting part because i have native american both my great grandmothers on my mother and my father's side are native american and um And what the interesting part is, is that even though basically the Native Americans were genocide, basically, like 700 million Native Americans were murdered. 700 million. I mean, get that through your head. You know, I just learned that like, gosh, when did I learn that? A few years ago. I didn't even I didn't know it was that many. Oh, my goodness. I really didn't. But the interesting part about Native Americans when you do healing is that they were so connected to Mother Earth. They were so connected with the cycle of life and death. They were so connected that their souls are not in anguish, are not in pain. They don't carry the burdens of this world because they they, they lived and breathed every day of their life with the cycle of life. They were always knowing that death, death is a part of life. They have, they, so when you do, so for me, when I've done, gone into moments of maybe trying to heal, a lot of times they don't need the healing. In fact, a lot of times my ancestors and my Native American side, they come as support guides through the process because they understand it. They understood it so fully in life. And um, that most cultures, they understand it more than most cultures have understood it because they were um, so connected to the cycles of life and death. And they lived um, and breathed it. So it just, so that is quite interesting. Um, And then for me, uh, my father, before he passed away, he was doing his genealogy and he found that in our genealogy we're related we have black ancestors and we're related to the slaves of Andrew Jackson so we have lineage on on that end because my great grandmother was half black and half native american on my father's side and um and her lineage is from that um lineage and i've been sensing um some healing on that end as well. But see, this is the other part, is that I've also been sensing their strength, like, like their power. Like I've been sensing that too, where it's like they're not in a rush to do the healing because there's a power behind their, ener- their energy, their field. It's it's like I can't even explain it because I haven't done the full trans journey Which I'm going to be doing at some point, but I haven't done that on that end Um, But they're like patient they're not in a rush because they understand Because I don't know there's a wisdom that they have that I sense I I'm telling you that I sense that they have at least um, with me in, in my ancestral line um and this might sound a little cookie to some of you like what are you talking about it's like well you know your ancestors are very important because they make up who you are they make up who you are every every point of them and if some of them have died without with unfinished work or maybe died aggressively or died in a way that um caused them to feel um in some sort of pain, it, 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 it stays with you, with you, within your blood, it stays there. And so on an energetic standpoint, it's really important to release, um, that particular, um, aspect of, um, your ancestors, if they need to be released, it's almost like you're using your life force energy, because we all have life force You're using your light to help them heal that their soul. So it's like they're using your light or you're allowing them to use your light to heal their soul so that they can move on in their existence, whatever that may be. And um, and because you are an animated person and you have therefore you have life force energy, you're able to do the work. That's what makes you capable of doing the work is because you have and if you're someone who's open minded to it, then it almost puts you in a position to be the healer of that particular of, of your ancestors. It puts you in a position to be a healer. And um, and therefore, when you heal your ancestors, you heal yourself, because how do you know your ancestors weren't you in another lifetime? How do you know? What if they were? What if they were you in a past laf- lifetime? And some of you believe in past lives, some of you don't. That's okay. But this is just another way of looking at things and understanding how ancestors work. So let's say you don't believe in past lives and you don't believe in reincarnation or any of that stuff. But you do believe that you have ancestors that possibly need healing and that you, they are connected to your blood and to your DNA and to your soul family they're connected so why not do the work anyway and see what happens why not do the work anyway see what happens and um because i'm telling you most people don't do the work they just don't and when you show up for your ancestors on that level it is a great honor it's a great honor for them and it's a great honor for you it goes both ways and so um I know for me to be able to do the ancestor work that I've done in the past has been an honor for me. It's been hard though it's not easy I mean sometimes it's easy, but it's 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 better than suffering you know like mentally, like if you have mental a mental health condition or you're you know suffering it's better than that that's for sure and I know for me i I've been really grateful that I've been given the opportunity to be able to do it. And I've found the right healers to work with, to be able to do this kind of work. And you, honestly, you don't even need an outside healer to do the work. You can do the work yourself. You know that, right? You can do it yourself. You can be your own healer. You can be your own guru. You just have to be willing and open to do it, to do the work. And I do believe that you will be guided. If you decide to go this path and you decide to seek ancestral help, there are a few people that I know that are really good at it. Um, I can leave their names in the show notes below in the description if you're interested in being guided. I also want to do, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing a course on ancestral healing as well. So uh, make sure to sign up for my email list to, to, um, For for that announcement when that announcement comes up and I also currently have an ancestral spray and the ancestral spray This is what that spray helps you with it helps you to connect with your ancestors, but it also helps you to heal Any family lines that have been broken So it allows you to feel like you're not alone in the world So when you use the spray it will give you a sense of that. You're not alone and, um, and I know that some of us that have been feeling lonely and disconnected from the world really need that extra boost of not being alone. <laughs> I, I know I do sometimes. And um, so your ancestors, so they make up every bit, every, every bit of you. I think sometimes just learning about them is a good first step. Learning about your ancestors, doing your genealogy work, going down the line, reading about how they are, writing their stories. I mean, it's fascinating stuff. It truly is. I mean, I've done this work um, just on a genealogy level, and it's been pretty fascinating for me. And I'm sure it'll be extremely fascinating for you. Like we found out that we're related to Pocahontas. She's like my 14th great-grandmother. Or something like that you know like 14 generations back (laughs) but that's pretty cool I mean that's some cool stuff and um, and it's really fun to learn that 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 kind of things and your ancestors always have a lot to share with you Um, I find that it also makes me feel a little more whole when I learn a little bit about each aspect of who I am Because even though I look, um, Caucasian and I have a European look to me, but I also have a mix. My hair is very mixed hair. It's a lot of hair. It's, um, it's, um, and my body shape is very much, um, that of, um, of a, of a mixed person, you know? And the interesting part is that you get to kind of understand that our humanity is not separated by race. like Our humanity is, is very much connected. We're all one, essentially. We're all basically bits and pieces of each other. And that race really isn't a thing, even though we make it a thing. It really isn't a thing. You know, um, society makes it a thing. Our mental programming, the way we're programmed makes it a thing. Um, but in truth and in reality, if you were to strip all that away, it's really not a thing. And, um, and a lot of us are a variety, especially Americans and, and the Vreelands are deep. We're one of the first colonists. So, um, Americans are very diverse. Like American, um, pe- people are extremely diverse they have a lot of them have Native American and have African American and have um all different kinds of um mixed bloodlines inside of them a lot of people do even though the appearance shows maybe otherwise the truth is is that you're we're all a combination of each other and um and it's really quite fascinating and interesting and um so when you learn about your ancestors, even, even if you aren't um, comfortable or you don't like the idea of going on a shamanic journey and learning about your ancestors and doing the healing work, just learning about them is a form of ancestral healing. Just acknowledgement that they ever existed is also a form of ancestral healing. And, um, and just to be acknowledged, um, that's a step. And You're gonna know what's right for you. Each person is gonna have their own journey and you're gonna know Which how far down the ancestral healing rabbit hole you want to go and and you can go it at your own pace and you can go it um, however whichever way feels right to you and um, I know for me I felt called to do some deep deep work because there's been deep um um, pain and deep wounds within my family soul line, so I felt that I that it that it was important for me to dig a little deeper down um, and do some more healing for my family, and even my son lately, he's been telling me I think I had a past life as a cowboy, <laughs> but he's been talking about it on repeat mode where he lost a friend out in the wild west, you know. And he's been sensing that he's got some past life healing work to be done. And he senses it just naturally and organically. And there are different ways you can heal it. I mean, you can go down a shamanic slash meditation, um, thing, a guided meditation, or you can hire a healer to help you, um, to assist. Um, in the healing there's different ways of going about it um, and um, each I think each way is going to be different because I've done and I've done many different types of ancestral healing i've done a healing a type of healing called um, um, family constellation therapy I've done that I did that for years um, and then I did another type of um called um soul retrieval i've done that and i've done another type um i call it psychic surgery (laughs) where you go in and you like i actually had this immune disorder i want to tell you a story and i had this rash and it wasn't a topical rash it was coming from the inside out and i was going to the doctor quite often to try to troubleshoot what it was and she kept prescribing me all kinds of different um, creams to manage the, um, the, the thing and so and on top and none of the creams worked none of them none of them and um, so I tried different diets I thought well maybe it's my diet and I could, by the look of it it looked like it was coming from the inside out it didn't look like it was from the outside in and it was a big rash on my leg and it would itch, and it was just uncomfortable, but, and it was like inflamed, like something seemed wrong. And this went on for months, it went on for like close to a year actually. And so I tried different diets, like I tried staying away from sugar, which actually really helped manage it, but it didn't completely eradicate it. Um, I tried gluten-free, I tried all kinds of different diets, and, they, and the diets helped, but didn't eradicate it. So, I went to see a healer, and we were doing some psychic, what, what, what I call psychic surgery. That's just what I called it. I think she calls it something else. I just like, you're a psychic surgeon. That's totally what you are, you know. So, that's what I call her. And um, she would laugh. She thought it was funny. But um, I did a session with her, and um, she did some ancestral healing. Like she went in and she's, and she got some ancestors out of my light. They were kind of hitching a ride. And so, because they had nowhere else to go. And so she was able to do some underworld type work. And then they were able to move on to the next phase of their existence. And, um, and then after that point, I got to tell you within a few days, the rash went away completely and it has not returned. And this was like, I don't know, six months ago or so, eight months ago, it has not returned nowhere to be found. This rash gone, gone, gone. And I had a different level of energy. I was able to do a lot more things. I was able to kind of think more clearly and, and um, move forward in a way that I couldn't move forward before. And so I really felt the physical effects of doing ancestral healing and it, it represented it, it to me in a very physical way. And I just think it, that is quite amazing. And, um, and think about this for a minute, how many ancestors that you have in your life that are possibly like holding you back in their own way because of their own thinking, their own ways of doing things when they were alive. Right. And some of the ancestors that she released were alive, like in the colonist days, like long ass time ago. I mean, can't really pinpoint, but I think around the 16 or 1700s, you know, when there was no electricity and things like that. And it just had that vibe. That's what I'm getting from. It's just that had that vibe. And that very old world way of thinking, that very narrow um, Christian point of view and that very small level of thinking about the world and that energy was impeding on my space, you know, wasn't allowing me to be me, to be free. And I felt this energy really not being hundred percent me, like it didn't feel right. And so when she went in and helped move them along into their next level of existence, it, it changed everything. I was able to be myself more. The rash went completely away, gone, gone, gone. Um, everything changed. And so I learned that day a very valuable lesson that ancestral healing is real and that it works, you know, because I saw the effects. It was my life experience that showed um, um, the effects of it. And so now if you do it one time and you solve, you know, it all, I mean, maybe, maybe you could do one session, it could be gone. But, you know, my experience, it's usually it's it's a road. It it takes a few sessions to really do the work. And and things will pop up like at different times of your life. So maybe like a year or two later, you'll be like, wow, I feel something else popping up. That's maybe not me that maybe needs to be healed. And then you go in and you heal it. Find a way to heal it. If you can't find a healer, try to find a way to heal it yourself. Um, you know, on your own, which I totally believe that we can be our own healers. I believe that we're we're cap- perfectly capable of doing that. It just we just need knowledge. You know, some of us just need to learn how to do it. Once we learn how to do it, we can do it ourselves. Um, so I'm a total believer in that. And um, but anyway, so I just wanted to share that with you because some of us might be. Activated by a lot of things that are going on in the world right now and that doing our and we also have some of us have time on our hands So doing our ancestral healing right now could be extremely valuable to us in terms of being able to move forward in in our lives and into the next phase of of what it is that we want to do and um, So I wanted to be able to talk about that today and to give you guys a little insight on that and so some of you like I said may totally be on board with this and be like wow that totally makes a lot of sense and some of you might be like okay that's way too kooky for me but that's okay because if it feels way too kooky for you um try the picture route like I said or or like you know or if you don't have a picture try um doing your genealogy work and just acknowledging that they were there and that they existed and listen to their stories and light a candle for them say i acknowledge you i'm lighting a candle for you and if you are still on this plane i give you permission with my life force energy to send you on to your next level of existence you know and that's it done 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 and done i remember when my dog passed away this is really sad this was in january but you know he was old a senior and it was his time and um But um, about a week later, he was cremated and I asked the crematory, um, the funeral home, I said, hey, would you mind telling me when you're cremating him? And so when you're cremating him, I want to be able to do a candle vigil at the same time that he's being cremated, that his body is being cremated. And the candle vigil, for me, what it was, it was almost like a lighting of the way so that his soul and his energy doesn't get lost. So So he, on the other side, is able to go where he needs to go, you know, quicker. So when we do these candle vigils, for those that have passed, it really helps them to find their way to the light so that they're not lost. It really helps them a lot because some energy just is gone and they're not sure, "Oh my god, what the hell? I just died. Where where am I dead? What's going on?" Like it's all it's all confusing, you know, when there's when they when they pass. That's why with Native Americans it's not confusing for them because they make peace with the other side while they're alive. Like they have a connection to the other side in life. So for them it's not confusing at all. Um even if it's in battle, you know, but, um, but with the animals, they they love you. So they're going to hang by you as, as long as they can. So I wanted to give my dog the opportunity to go to the rainbow bridge, to go to this magical place <laughs> and feel free and to let him know that, yes, we're grieving for you. Yes, we love you, but I want you to have, I want you to be free and have fun your your existence deserves um that much you know and i gotta tell you i had been grieving all week day and night even in the middle of the night kept waking up crying it was really hard and then after the candle vigil i got a really good night's rest and i woke up and i literally felt like i felt great i felt a release like i felt him go and be free like like I was able to give him through the candle vigil permission to be free like to go to his next phase of existence wherever that may be and I wanted him to have that feeling so when we do our ancestral work it's similar to that where some of our ancestors are a little lost they're not sure where to go or what to do and so when you as a living person create the space for them to go to their next phase of existence you allow that energy that's left behind to find to go where it needs to go to be transformed and so it's no longer using your light to be able to find a source of um um, energy so then so so all of a sudden your body everything about you becomes a little more free a little lighter and um And so doing, so that's why it's kind of powerful work. Um, and it helps you to be able to think your own thoughts, if you will, like some people, I don't know about you guys. Sometimes I feel like, are these my thoughts or is this someone else's thinking? Like, I want to be able to feel the way I feel and think the way I think, but these, this, this way that I feel right now, doesn't feel like me. It feels like something else. And so when you get that feeling, it might be ancestral knocking at your door, like, oh, you know, and so sometimes you got to, like, send them on their way, you know, in in a loving way, you know, in a way that allows them to transform. So therefore you get to transform your transformation happens quicker and faster. Anyway, I hope this all makes sense. And I will be again, I will be doing a course and it'll be a month long course for um the ancestral healing um and so that way you can do your own work you don't necessarily have to hire somebody to do it you can do your own work anytime you feel like you need to do it because um, again i'm a big um i'm a big advocate of us as being able to heal ourselves We don't need someone outside of ourselves telling us what to do and how to be and how to heal and all that stuff. You can do it yourself and you'll be guided on how to do it. So um, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you and I wanted to thank you guys for being here with me. And I hope this helps. Um, Again, the ancestral spray is um, the spray that I recommend for doing this kind of work. I'll leave some information in the show notes for you, for you to read up and to learn about ancestral healing as well. Anyway, um, thanks again and many blessings to your wild winds.